This is Alan Seaborn from Winning at Home. Welcome to In Progress, a podcast about faith, life, and how we grow. And in this episode, um, I want to share a passage from the book of 1 John. And this is from 1 John chapter 4, verses 10, 11, and 12. And I just want to jump in and read it right away. John writes, This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. Now, I want you to think about for a moment uh, what John is pointing out and helping us see in these few verses. He's talking about something that is really in many other parts of Scripture. If you think about the way that um, Jesus talked about this when he, he said, the one who's been forgiven much loves much. The one who's been forgiven little, loves little. Or when he taught his disciples to pray, and there's a line in the Lord's Prayer that we, you know, maybe your church says the Lord's Prayer every week. Maybe you're part of a small group or something where every now and again you'll say the Lord's Prayer, but there's a line in there that many of us have memorized, but don't really spend a lot of time thinking about what it looks like and how it plays out. Um, Jesus says, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And I think that those two moments of teaching from Jesus really kind of paint a fuller picture in some ways of what John is talking about here because he's saying, okay, we know what love is. We know the full expression of love that God sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. And then he says, Because of this, in light of this, dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. And so that's why I I talked about this line from the Lord's Prayer where Jesus is connecting uh, forgiveness that we practice among ourselves with forgiveness that God offers to us. Because what we see is uh, when we understand that we've caused hurt and brokenness, when we understand that we've left destruction and chaos in our path at different times of life, 
when we realize um, the relational damage that we've done when we're thinking only of ourselves or when we're not actively thinking of other people and we just kind of do our own thing. What we see is God made a way for all of that to be made right with him. And John writes, since God loved us so much, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Right? Because when we know what it means, what it is, what it feels like, the experience of being forgiven, of being made right, of being uh, reconciled to God, when we know that feeling of experiencing his mercy, his grace, his um, undeserved forgiveness of us, we know the weight that that takes off of us. We know what it feels like to mess up. And, um, you know, as I'm talking about it, I'm thinking about, and I did an episode about this a while back, about the story of the prodigal son, that as he's walking home, he's rehearsing what he's going to say to his father. Because he's like, okay, I, I don't even deserve to be called your son anymore. But if you can hire me, you know, that would still be good. He's practicing this speech. And we all know that feeling. We all know that head in our hands moment of, wow, I can't believe how bad I screwed this up. I can't believe how quickly that got away from me. I can't believe how selfish I was. And in the moment, I came up with every justification in my brain for why I'm doing what I'm doing. But looking back at it now, uh, 30 minutes later sometimes even, right? Uh, Three weeks later, looking back at it now, I can't believe I convinced myself that that was okay to do. We know that feeling. And we also know the feeling, just like the story of the prodigal son, of the father rushing out and tackling him with a hug. Experiencing that forgiveness, acceptance, that welcome home. He tries to get his script out and his dad cuts him off. He doesn't even get to finish his whole thing that he practiced of you know, I don't even deserve to be called your son anymore, but hire me and, and his dad cuts him off. And we know that feeling. And John is saying, in light of that, because of that, knowing that we have experienced that forgiveness, that grace, that undeserved love in our lives from God, then he says, we also ought to love one another. And it really flows naturally, doesn't it? It 
doesn't make sense to be a person who has messed things up and has experienced this overwhelming forgiveness from God and then to turn around and refuse to offer that to the people in our lives who have hurt us. He says, no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. I've got to be honest, as I'm reading this passage, I'm trying to think back on if I've, I've, I know that I've read it before, but I don't really remember it. I don't remember this verse jumping out at me the way that it did as I was preparing to talk about it in this episode. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. Do you see what a high calling that is? Do you see, um, you know, we talk about as Christians that we're uh, the body of Christ, that we are his ambassadors here on earth. But think about what the, the way, the language that John is using here to describe if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. So what he's doing is he's helping us to see that because of what God has done for us, because of our own version of being the prodigal son and walking back home with our script to try to apologize and not even make it right, but to hopefully, you know, I can like climb down four levels from where I could have been had I not screwed all this up and in the middle of our script to get tackled (laughs) by a loving father who is just so excited to welcome us home. We've experienced that. And now, John says, when we love each other well, his love is made complete in us. And you know what? I was planning on, I know I do this sometimes, but I was planning on talking longer about that. Um, But I I don't think I need to. I think I want to wrap it up. And I want to ask all of us to um, definitely spend some time thinking about this and allowing this to sink in. Um, But really what this passage calls us to do is to go live this out, to go practice this, to go... Um, like verse 11 says, since God so loved us, we also ought to go love one another. Let's go allow his love to be made complete in us as we love 
the people around us, uh, as we love the people who it's been hard maybe for us historically to love, as we love the people who we would have justification for um, being a jerk back, keeping them at arm's length, or you know whatever justification we've found and we've used and we've felt justified by, um, since God loved us so much, let's go love one another.